Hello and welcome to a new episode of my podcast. In this episode, I will be talking about the ongoing crisis in Ukraine. Why is there a war and what does it mean for the global economies? What does it mean for India? I am Momita and today is the 3rd of March 2022. Let us begin. There are three major parties to the crisis: Russia, Ukraine and the West. For simplicity, I am calling the West, which is made of US, UK and the European Union. The crux of the ongoing problem is that Russia does not want NATO to expand towards the east. Let me begin with what is NATO and the role of NATO. NATO stands for the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It is a military alliance where the member states agree to have each other's back when there is an attack from a third country. The current members of NATO are the 27 countries from the European Union, the UK, the US and Canada. The East European countries like Poland, Hungary, which were previously allies of USSR, are also part of the NATO. Ukraine wants to be part of the NATO. Ukraine was previously part of the USSR. USSR stands for the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Russia's main ask is that the countries which were the member of USSR in the past should not be part of the NATO. Let me go back a little further and explain the origin of the problem. Ukraine had applied to be part of NATO back in 2008. However, in 2010, Viktor Yanukovych became the president. It is believed that he was backed by the Russian government and the plans of joining NATO was temporarily halted. He was later removed as the president in the Maidan revolution of 2014. I'll be coming to it in some time. Coming to the current situation, In the Brussels summit of June 2021, Ukraine's membership of NATO was discussed. In the summit, it was decided that Ukraine would become a member of the alliance with the membership action plan. Now, what is Russia's problem? Russia has been wary of NATO's eastward expansion for a long period of time. The expansion of NATO towards the east to creates two critical problems for Russia. One Russia is worried about the potential future accession of further states in the region. Secondly, it is it is a red line for its own national security. So Russia and Putin's key ask is that NATO provide a formal binding agreement that Ukraine and two other countries, Georgia and Moldova, which were also members of the USSR, will never become part of NATO. The problem between Ukraine and Russia first surfaced in 2013-14. Towards the end of 2013, the then Ukraine president Viktor Yanukovych refused to sign a free trade agreement with the European Union. Following this, there was a huge protest in Ukraine. This is popularly known as the Maidan Revolution. In 2014, the Ukrainian government was overthrown and an interim government was established. The president who was going to be impeached fled the country and asked for Russia for support. Russia was not very happy with the turn of events. It did not recognize the interim government from in Ukraine. Russia retaliated by taking over Crimea which was part of Ukraine. It was a hostile takeover. Russia conducted a referendum 
that 75% of Crimean population is Russian and a bulk of Russian Navy is based there. This was followed by the creation of two self-proclaimed rebel states, Donetsk and Luhansk in the Donbas region. Donbass is located at the extreme east border, border of Ukraine and the people majorly speak Russian there. Coming back to the Maidan revolution, the revolution had killed more than 2,600 people and the political leaders came together to form an agreement. The agreement was signed at Minsk in Belarus and came to be popularly known as the Minsk Agreement. The Minsk 1 agreement fell through almost immediately. Then Minsk 2 was signed in 2015 in Belarus. But the parties have not been able to agree on the terms of the agreement. Among the other points of the agreement, a key point was to begin a dialogue on interim self-government for the Donetsk and Luhansk region and accept the special status by the parliament resolution in Ukraine. What was initiated as the Minsk II agreement is now known as the Minsk Punandrum. Neither Ukraine and neither Russia want to implement this agreement. Russia feels that the Minsk II may be used as a tool to make sure that Ukraine can never join the NATO, which is Moscow's key demand. On the other hand, Ukraine is also not very happy because Ukraine wants to control the elections in the rebel states and give only limited authority to the rebel states. Coming to the current situation, Russia invaded Ukraine on the 24th of February 2022. It launched a military and cyber war across the country. The West has retaliated by imposing sanctions on Russia. Russia may be excluded from the SWIFT financial system. What is SWIFT? SWIFT stands for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. It is basically a secure platform for financial institutions to exchange information about global financial transactions such as money transfer. It is a global platform, but UK, US can get the European countries to collaborate and not let Russia use the platform. If Russia is not allowed to use the SWIFT, the country would find it very difficult to send or receive money from overseas. It will not be able to transact internationally. There can also be sanctions on some or all major banks of Russia. US has already announced a sanction on Sberbank and VTB Bank of Russia. These two are very big banks of Russia and control almost half of Russia's banking sector assets. The UK and the European Union has also announced similar sanctions. Other measures being implemented by the West are freezing Russian assets, banning Russian aircrafts to use the airspace, travel bans, preventing Russian entities from raising money. Curbs to access tech companies have been announced. US has prohibited the sale of US technology or software or equipment to the Russian military or the Ministry of Defense. These are only some of the sanctions which are being discussed. Some of them have already been implemented. However, Russia may be actually preparing for these kind of sanctions. There are reports suggesting that Russia may be developing its own alternative to SWIFT, including the SPFS, which is System for tra Transfer of Financial Messages. Russia has zero holdings of US securities. 
it has moved money from dollar and euro to gold and chinese renminbi it has moved away holdings in western jurisdictions which can be frozen the external debt has also fallen sharply in the past 2 3 years now coming to the trade map the sanctions on russia may lead to changes in the terms of trade between the nations let us look at the endowments of ukraine and russia what does ukraine have ukraine has iron ore and minor deposits of coking coal steel making is a big business here ukraine has fertile soils lot of water resource it produces and trades in agricultural commodities agriculture is emerged as a globally competitive business in ukraine it also makes a lot of money as gas transit fee gas moves from russia to europe via ukraine what does russia have russia controls a significant amount of oil resources it produces almost 11% of the global output of oil europe is dependent on russia for three key items natural gas crude oil and solid fuel nearly one fourth of europe's requirement is met by russia russia also produces critical metals like palladium germany is one of the largest importers of palladium us on the other hand is not highly dependent on russia for oil some oil is imported from russia which is used in the isolated coastal markets if russia imports are restricted us will turn to canada and countries of latin america to replace the sweet crude oil which it imports from russia russia sells a lot of gas to europe and this contributes a significant part of russia's gdp and fiscal revenues russia as we discussed is also an important metal producer it provides almost 40% of the global palladium russia is also a large producer of wheat and the biggest exporter of wheat the trade sanction may lead to rise in the prices of these commodities these sanctions if applied on russia will lead to severe economic hardships the ruble will fall inflation will rise and the russian central bank will have to increase rates quickly in fact these have already started taking place the ruble has been falling for the past few days the central bank of russia has reacted by increasing the policy rates by more than 10 percentage points these sanctions can impact russia's trade its earnings and may push the economy into a severe recession now coming to india what are the implications for india if the war continues and crude continues to surge the impact on crude oil or impact on india could be severe one third of india's import is made of oil and oil products The export of oil and oil products is however not that high. So when the crude prices rises it will inflate the import bill of India. Coming to exports, India exports pharmaceuticals and electric machinery to Russia, but it is a very tiny number. So this num so there may not be a large impact on export. The Russia Ukraine crisis may give India an opportunity to export more wheat in the global markets. However, it will not be enough to counter the rise in the import bill. This will lead to a rise in the trade deficit in India. A high trade deficit will mean a higher current account deficit as well. The current account deficit is financed by the capital account surplus. A higher trade deficit will mean pressure on the foreign exchange reserves and the exchange rate. India will have to pay out a lot more money which will deplete the forex reserves and also depreciate the exchange rate 
so the rupee may remain volatile in the near term however during periods of volatility the rbi has interfered in the past to reduce the volatility of the rupee now coming to inflation there are two components in the cpi inflation which is likely to be impacted by rising crude oil prices the fuel inflation and the other is the transport and communication inflation both are likely to go up higher crude prices will also feed into higher commodity prices so food and services inflation may also rise estimates suggest that international crude oil prices go to around 120 dollar then the indian basket may go up somewhere between 10 to 20 rupees the indian basket is currently at 85 the other problem area is rbi's inflation forecast for the next year which has now significant upside risk the rbi had assumed crude prices at around 70 75 $70, for its inflation projections if international crude continues to rise and there is no cut in fuel taxes inflation is likely to be higher than the rbi's projections there are few reports which have analyzed the sensitivity of crude oil i will share those in my feed if the rbi expects a higher inflation number for next year will it increase the policy rates this is unlikely the rbi is only going to increase the rates when the inflation reaches its threshold level of 6% on a consistent basis till that time the rbi will keep the policy rates low and provide all the support to help the economy get back on good path what happens to the fiscal deficit of india the fiscal deficit is likely to widen estimates show that for every 10 dollar rise in crude oil a 250 billion dollar subsidy impact is felt on the regulated fuels as per the union budget the government lowered its subsidy bill for fy22 and 23 significantly it included cutting subsidies on petroleum products as well with crude increasing sharply these numbers will have to be revised up that is all for now i am momita thank you for listening if you are enjoying my podcast please do like comment and share i will be back soon till then goodbye